Hello and welcome back to the Dating Advisory Board. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, this is going to be a really interesting episode. I don't know if you guys have not watched the Netflix, The Tinder Swindler, which is very in alignment with the Anna Del V story, okay? So I'm just saying, if you haven't seen The Tinder Swindler, I mean, this is kind of based on, you know, be careful. You never know who's behind that Tinder profile. I mean, everyone's going to go out with their best foot forward and have their mask on, right? Their representative in the very beginning. Obviously, they want to make a good impression, but these people take it to a whole nother level, okay? I mean... It's called The Tinder Swindler. Get it on Netflix if you haven't seen it. I'm telling you, it's addictive. Make sure that you have enough time to binge watch because that's what you're going to do. So basically, if you don't know the background um, of this guy named Simon Levy, um, this, is a, he, this is one of his victims was Cecile Jelfoy. I can't, she's from Finland, but she went, they, she said, well, oh, let's go. He goes, let's go on a private plane from London to Bulgaria just for the night. They met on Tinder, and after a coffee date at his hotel, he expressed regret that he had to leave for a business trip. But maybe she'd like to join him. So she Googled her date and saw that he was the son of a king of diamonds, Lev Lviv, a famed Russian-Israeli uh, diamond uh, person. So anyway, so she thought, okay, you know, and didn't do a little bit more digging, which you really need to do a little bit more research. <laughs> Anybody can Photoshop something, right? So she quickly went home, packed her bag, and had his driver waiting, right? So in the beginning, it was a whirlwind uh, relationship that would ultimately leave her heartbroken, deceived, and more than $200,000 in debt. That's the latest true crime documentary, The Tinder Swindler. I mean, there wasn't just one. There was multiple. I mean, he even, hold on, let me go. Let me find this. Okay, so, and you can, you can just, this is actually from the original article. You can, you can find it on Esquire. But, uh... So he had fraudulently committed crimes in his early 20s and then headed to Finland where he reportedly been running the scheme now outlined in this documentary. He served two years in Finnish prison after swindling three women. Um, but before he was arrested, he escaped again heading back to Europe. And that's where they pick up on the story of another girl, Cecile. Right. And then he would just meet women on Tinder, led them to believe he was a wealthy heir working in a dangerous diamond business and making a long distance relationship with them. And so what he would say is, oh, I'm in trouble. Like I need something, you know, like I can't use my cars, but he's flying around in private jets with all these like fancy clothes and everything. He just needed to use a credit card in someone else's name so he couldn't be tracked. So according to this film, his girlfriend sent credit cards, took out loans, lines of credit, and even flew suitcases of withdrawn cash to him in his time of need. He promised them he'd pay them back. Of course, they believed him. He was the Prince of Diamonds, right? I mean, he flew private everywhere, stayed at the fanciest hotels, and always dripping in designer clothing. And he did pay them back with checks that bounced, fake watches, and bank transfers that never went through. Little did each woman know that all the wealth they bore witness to had been paid for by the women who came before them. Women here were there by that time alone in debt and desperate for answers. I mean, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul, okay? I mean, so that's really it. So what I think is very interesting, I mean, this is the kind of, like, right in alignment with the narcissist abuse cycle. Okay, starts off love bombing. And this is a second um, episode that I'm going to do as well. And this is um, by 
Uh, Silva Saxia was it's from Choosing Therapy. It's a really good article. So, and that's going to be on my next one. But I did pull some stuff about um, the, the narcissist abuse cycle. First one, love bombing. A lot of attention to the partner, grandiose gestures, elaborate gifts and dates, a.k.a. <laughs> private flights, uh, discussing marriage, moving in very quickly, lack of boundaries, attempts to isolate the partner in the name of love, and then create a kind of ownership over their partner very, very quickly. Basically, I mean, they probably don't even know their middle name at this point, okay? But all right, now number two, devaluation. Devalue the partner, and it pushes them off the pedestal that they had put them on, but they put the partner down, verbal abuse, physical abuse, you know, obviously the false mask of self is falling <laughs> very rapidly, right? I mean, you can kind of tell, you know, those red flags in your stomach, that's your intuition for a reason. So please, please pay attention to that, okay? They use uh, physical intimacy as a weapon, um, and the narc always plays the victim. Just like they did in the story, like, oh, these people are after me, and they would send the same pictures to all these women say I need help you know wire me money do this like they're out to get us and blah 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 and it was just it's, I mean these people are con artists I mean they con people I mean he's a con artist and, <laughs> and there's just it's it's just insane uh and they use physical so he always plays a victim um they change their partner say you have to change you're doing this and that well obviously they didn't matter when you first met them and all the accolades that you said that were so amazing about that person right um, they gaslight them. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the gaslighting is just off the chain with these people. Uh, the physical threats, violation of boundaries. They don't care about your boundaries. They only care about what you can give them as supply because if you stop giving them supply, then they're going to, you know, and then we're going to go into the next one is rejection, right? Because if they can't isolate you and you push back, they're going to be like, oh, well, I can't get over on these people because it really comes from a uh, self-worth issue. And this is really a people pleaser because when I watch this documentary, I'm like, all of these women were people pleasers, okay? And then they wanted to do well, and, and so they would do anything for their attention because they created this whole narrative in their mind of this false sense of reality, right, that this person was, you know, giving it. I mean, this isn't just from this movie. This is, this is in general. I mean, you just go on TikTok. You can go on YouTube. I mean, you can Google. I mean, it's the same cycle every single time and the stories of these women that I wouldn't watch because I've done a ton of research on this and it's the same thing I mean literally it is exactly the same okay so the last one is rejection they discard their partner at the point where they no longer are getting their frail ego boost from their supply they are not interested in any sort of love I mean they don't even love themselves I mean they have a frail ego I mean they're super insecure but if they don't feel like they have security within that main person they start to process with a new partner to cycle through that same abuse so then they'll bench or have a revolving door of the past supplies it's it, it is literally this is what they do so they discard and they they still keep in touch with these exes think whoever will actually keep in touch with them let's be clear but once they people these women need to start realizing their value and their self-worth and they start to see these patterns then you can stop the cycle of abuse Right. Because like if you don't realize this, because they're always chasing something else because they're not truly fulfilled as an individual. I mean, they haven't done the actual self work that they need to do. I mean, you want to look at it. OK, so I'm going to start dating someone. All right. What's your past? Let me look at your past. What was your longest relationship? 
okay, what happened? And, you know, obviously, you're going to want to do a little bit of research on that as well. But to say, like, wow, you've had, like, there's just been a ton of short-term relationships. That would be a huge red flag for me, huge. Like, well, you didn't take time out of this long-term relationship to do the self-work on yourself because if you can't be by yourself and be good and loving yourself first, it's not going to end up being in a healthy relationship. I don't know. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. You know, so I would highly suggest anyone, regardless, take the time to do the self-work. You don't need to be with someone to validate who you are. So that would be my biggest, biggest advice on this. But, but what they do is in this rejection phase, you know, um, they'll go into, especially because they feel guilty, whether, I don't know if they really feel guilty, but the guilt somehow seeps out. So then they get into this like narcissist rage and contempt. And like, if you ever watch someone go in a narcissist rage, like it's pretty freaking scary. I mean, their eyes can turn black. I mean, like it's so crazy. And then they'll invalidate your emotions. They'll, they'll blame everything on you. You're the one that's the problem. You know, they play the victim. Oh, I've done everybody. I mean, everything, you know. And, you know, it just is just never good enough and blah, 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 blah. And then what, what could start and, you know, really look into getting a therapist if you have any of these because therapists really help. Um, you know, any kind of a, they'll start with a physical abuse, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, financial abuse, and court abuse. Um, and so what you need to really, really look at is getting a therapy, getting out of this cycle because it is mental torture. Um, I mean, that's what, I mean, these people are very skilled at what they do and it's, it's horrible. And so we just need to end this cycle, um, in this time, uh, because I can guarantee you, if you look back, if you're a people pleaser, you can see someone in your family, your mom, your dad, and they're your grandma or your grandpa, like you can see the pattern continuing. So I can tell you it stops with me. I'm not letting that kind of continue, but, and you shouldn't either. So anyway, I mean, it's a really good documentary, but just be very aware of this nar narcissist abuse cycle that is so prevalent. I mean, I couldn't, like, when I was doing my research, I couldn't even believe, you know, I mean, I've heard it, you know, from multiple people. I've experienced it, too, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's the same story, different women, and it's the exact same cycle. So break that cycle, love yourself, do the self-work. And uh, uh, don't entertain these people. Okay, have a great day. Bye.